What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and we've got another good week for you. We're going to kick things off with some MLB playoff talk. We've already got one game down. The Houston Trastros just won 4-1 against the Twins. Took game one of that series. I know no one's happy about that, but we do have a bunch of other series starting today. All the... Um, on the AL side, we've got the um, Yankees-Indians about to start at 7. We've got the White Sox just beat Oakland 4-1 also in Game 1. And we've got Toronto and Tampa Bay playing right now. Um, what do you guys think of these series? I know, Dave, obviously, we know who you're picking for the Yankees-Indian series, so we might as well start there. Yeah, um, Yankees, Yankees in 2, I guess, now. Whatever it is, Yankees <laughs> and it is three game series, right? Yeah, wild card. You think yeah. the Yankees winning two? Yeah, I was look. I saw some numbers. More. I saw some numbers say that that about Bieber that he hasn't faced like a decent lineup. There was some numbers about like the his the lineups he's faced where they're like not a, his his stats shouldn't be as impressive are not as impressive as they appear on uh, you know in black and white just looking at them because of the lack of talent he's faced. Like, it's something where he's lined up with, like, you know, where his starts were. I'd have to I have to I go back and try and find he's it. Facing. I don't care if he's first in Little Leaguers. His numbers are crazy. He's got 126 strikeouts. 1-6 ERA. I, I mean, mean, it's not like he's going up against a nobody. He's going up against a top-five pitcher in baseball, unarguably. Probably top two or three. Yeah, I'm taking, Bie- I'm taking Bieber. I mean, Bieber, uh, small Bieber or Cole... Like- Yankees though he's only the most anyone in this Yankees lineup has had against Bieber is three plate appearances. That's crazy. Like we, just because I know just because we like play the Indians a decent amount, you know. It's not like it's some you know NL West team. Judge Hicks, Stanton, all three times. Gardner three times. Uh, Voit twice. Lemayu twice. So it sounds like they've all played one game against him. Yeah. How did they fare? Um, a lot of offers, I gotta say, but I small mean, sample size. It's one game. So they have. He has versus the Yankees. So he has. Was it this year though? I don't think they played the Indians this year. This is career versus Bieber. I mean, Urshela, Urshela, what have you say your boy's Urshela. name? He, he has never faced Bieber, so. Well, Urshela was legitimately not good at baseball with a bat in his hand until two years ago. Well, I uh, I kind of got to agree with you on this one, though, as much as it pains me to say. Uh, I think the Yankees take this series. I don't know if they do it in two, but I think they take this series. I'm taking the Indians in this one, and I think the Indians are going to get game one tonight. I think the Yankees will get game two vintage playoff Tanaka. And then I think game three is where I give... The Indians and their and they're pitching the edge over um, a Debbie Garcia or a J.A. Happ. Happ's been a lot better. Debbie struggled, but has had a in his last start, I believe. He struggled but two starts had, ago, but had a good start last last time. Okay, but I, I it's a lot to put on him if he's going to be on there. Um, who's game three for them? I think it's is it is it Plesac for the Indians? He's really good. I think it's Plesac. Um, I mean, the Indians still have elite starting pitching. They have Carrasco, Bieber, 
Plesak, um, they have these three guys, even with lose, trading Clevenger and losing Bauer and uh, and losing Kluber. It's insane. But um, well, that's, why they, that's why the Yankees went and stole the guy who fucking created that pitching staff. <laughs> Matt Blake. So I, I, I'm going to take... I'm taking the, the Indians for the simple reason that I think they win game one. And I think winning game one... Is and game and game three, but I think winning game one is, I mean, obviously so important in a in a, in a best of two series. Yeah. But, um. What about the uh, Rays and Blue Jays? It's it's zero zero in bottom of the fourth right now. Obviously, they've both got their everyone's got their aces on the mound for game one. Um. I think the uh, I think the Rays probably take that in three games. Um, I think they'll take tonight. It'll be low scoring tonight, but um, I mean Snell, unbelievable. He's got seven strikeouts through four innings tonight. So, I mean, you're not going to lose a lot of games when Snell's pitching like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take the Rays. I'm actually going to take the Rays in two because um, I think they're going to finish it. I they got Snell. I mean, I see Robbie Ray's already picking for, pitching for the Blue Jays, so that's not a good thing. Um, and there's a triple by Array. Uh, right on. There, there you go. Robbie Ray's in the mound. He gives up a triple. He's terrible. Um, I don't know why they traded for. Him. Make it three innings. What? How did Shoemaker only make it three innings? Shoemaker's not an, a Shoemaker. I mean, Shoemaker being their number one pitcher for the series is troubling in itself. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think they want to do a, like a committee approach. I don't think. Yeah. They can't – seven innings of Shoemaker, he's going to give up runs. So they're going to piece it together. And I think Glass now is going to shut them down tomorrow, being the Rays. So I think the Rays are going to win these two. But the Blue Jays have a great team for the future. I would be so pumped if I was a Blue Jay fan. Um, they got a lot of talent. But I think I think the Rays will get them in two. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. Uh, I think the, the Rays got their – mindset on on getting to wherever the Yankees get to um you know they they want to make it far they want to be able to beat us in the playoffs obviously they want to make it far but um I think they'll do they they got an extra motivation to get you know get get through this series and hope that they can play us and then uh we got the Astros and Twins Astros took game one uh four to one Obviously, uh, Grenke on the mound, that's, that's going to be big for them. But outside of that, rotation's definitely not what it used to be. I think the uh, – I, I definitely wouldn't count the Twins out of this one. It's going to be tough winning two in a row. But I, I think they still do it. The Twins are a real solid team this year. They can hit the ball. I think, they, uh, I think they'll win it in three. Why are they so bad in the playoffs, the Twins? Like, I don't know. It's it's really like they were better last. They, their offense could smash the ball last year too. They led the league in home runs last year. They n- the Yankees m- made them look like a fucking t-ball team, and that wasn't even yeah. that that wasn't even that great of a Yankees team, especially pitching wise. So are you wise. picking the Strohs? Uh, no, I'm not going to be on record picking the Astros to do anything positive. Twins in three. <laughs> I'll take the Twins in three too because I think. They used their two best pitchers in Greinke and Valdez, so they did a real desperation move, and now they're just trying to, you know, whatever they can get from their other guys. I mean, their bullpen's terrible, so that's why they, you know, that's why they put Valdez in because they had a chance, um, and he came through for them. He's had a great year. 
But, yeah, I think, um, like, they got Jose Barrios pitching tomorrow, who hasn't been as good as he should be. Then they got Orta Rizzi, and they got a couple other really good pitchers. I think the Twins will get it down in three and get mashing. Um, yeah. And then we have the White Sox and A's. White Sox also won 4-1 today. That game just wrapped up. Um, I think they take this in two. They've got Keuchel going tomorrow. I think they... Uh, I think they get that done in two. The White Sox have been one of the better teams all year, even though I'll be a short season. But they've been fun to watch. They've been good. They're young. They're talented. The A's are also talented, fun to watch. But I think the White Sox get it done in two as well. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take the White Sox in three. Uh, A's got a lot of fight in them. Uh, they always seem to be somewhat competitive in the playoffs, unless they run into the Yankees. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the White Sox, but in three. I really like the A's as a team, and I really like the White Sox as a team. But the fact they won Game One, and now that Keuchel's had a really good year, um, and they're going against Bassett, who's Bassett is nothing special. Um, they should be able to hit him. So based on the starting matchups, I think the White Sox do get it, and the White Sox match too with Jimenez. Um, uh, Moncada's had had it down here, but Abreu's had an MVP type year. Um, Tim Anderson, second in the uh, batting title to uh, DJ. First person to win it in the AL and the NL, mind you, in the contemporary era, which is 1900 on. So that's, that was incredible that DJ did that. But, yeah, and they got um, they got the young kid. What is his name? Um, uh, the Who's the, the center fielder? Jimenez and... Um, For the White Sox? Yeah, he was, the, he was one of the top prospects. And he went off this year. And Mancada? Home runs. Yeah, you no, not Mancada. I can't believe I can't can't think of his name. He's been incredible this year. But they have him. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be in two. I think I think Keuchel will be the difference. I think um, Luis Robert. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Um, Luis Robert had an amazing year. Uh, power, speed, the whole nine yards. Um, too much, too much offense for them. With with a good start, I'll think Keiko will go six, give up two. So, socks and two. I like it. And now, uh, moving on to the NL, we got all those game ones tomorrow. We've got uh, Reds and Braves at noontime. Got to love a little noon baseball on a Wednesday. Um, I think the Braves' offense is just too too good. I don't see them losing this series. Uh, you got Trevor Bauer going game one, so the Reds do have a real shot at game one, but I, I think the Braves' offense is just too good. Even Freeman, uh, Zuna. If Acuna plays, I think that that'll be a big difference. I know he's day-to-day, but I, I mean, I don't see him not playing if he's able to, so I think the Braves take it I say three, though, because the Reds probably do have a good chance of winning tomorrow with Bauer on the mound. Yeah, I have th- I have the Braves in three, and I think it's I think it's like almost a, it's odd because the Reds have been so disappointing. I don't care they were thirty one and twenty nine. They got turned it on late. They're playing better. Still thirty one twenty nine to me. That team is very disappointing. Even though I know it's coming from a Med fan and, and the Phillies missed the playoffs, there's more disappointing teams, but. Think about how this is for the Reds. This is the golden opportunity. You have game one Bauer. 
Game two, Castillo. Game three, Sonny Gray, who balled out. Three-game series is literally perfect for the Reds. You could not get set up any better. They have three aces or ace-like pitchers. And the Braves, after three, just simply don't. So if the Braves lose game one, I think they're probably done because – and then obviously the counter-argument is the Braves' offense. They can just mash. They Braves, can, you know, Braves, Acuna, uh, I mean, Braves are second in the majors uh, runs per game, 5.80. The Reds are 28th, third to last, 4.05. Yeah. 4. That's the thing, and it's, it makes no sense because they they added so much offense. They added Moustakas, they added the uh, the, the Asian player, they added um, they added Castellanos. Um, yeah, they spent you know, big. They, this is the most money they ever spent in free agency in, in franchise history. I know, and they obviously got Bauer. Um, I mean, Vado had a brownback... Um, a rebound year. They had Suarez, who had a down year. Suarez hit like 50-something home runs last year. So they have so much talent offensively. They just haven't put it together. Them and the Brewers, like, offensively, I thought they'd be so much better. But I'll say Braves in three. But yeah. I think it's going to be close. All right, I'll play contrarian here. I'll take I'll take the Reds in their pitching. If they're, They need two out of three guys to have a gem. Um, yeah. You know, and we've seen how many times have we seen good pitching beat good hitting in in the playoffs? You know, if if, if that if hitting beat pitching in the playoffs, the Yankees would have had eight World Series in the last fifteen years, but that's not the case. You know, so I'm, I'll side with the pitching here. Bauer's been unreal this year. Um, is Gray is Gray hurt still, or is he is he pitching? No, he's he's good. He's good. okay. Yeah, so I mean, Gray's been great too. Um, so uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take two good performances out of those guys. Uh, they can keep it under three runs, three runs or less. Hey, that's a good argument. Um, we also have the Padres and Cardinals. Um, Padres still undecided on the starter for Game One tomorrow, but uh, uh, I'm sure they're just keeping everything close to the vest on that one. Um, I think the Padres definitely have been the better team all year, obviously. I mean, they, they've been another exciting offense to watch. Cardinals, though, can never really count them out. But I think the Padres probably get this one done in three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take They ended up playing 58 games. They only missed two games this year. They ended up making up all the games, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think the Padres are a year away. They need a little more more experience under their belt. Uh, Cardinals got a lot of playoff and championship experience on that team. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the experienced guys in St. Louis. In three. This is it's a tough one because the I also the love Cardinals, their pitch at Cardinals pitching. The three guys they got set up for Cardinals this. pitching. Yeah, they got they got Kim who used to be the um he was their closer. Then they put him in. He's been great starting. Then they have. I'm assuming they have Flaherty in Game Two. Flaherty's pitching Game Three. And then in Game Three, I'd assume it's Wainwright. Flaherty's pitching. Right? Flaherty's pitching Game Three. Oh, and then is it is it? It's Wainwright in two. I believe so. Yeah, it's Wainwright in two. So similar to the Reds, because the Padres have an offensive juggernaut, young offensive juggernaut, don't have the pitch caliber of pitching. And the, the Cardinals' offense flat out stinks. 
It's it just it flat out it's terrible. It's the same and, um, same relationship. San Diego third in the majors, five point four two runs a game. St. Louis twenty fourth, four point one four runs a game. Yeah, well, a little bit even a little bit closer, I guess. But and they have you know they have, it's it's a tough pick, but I'm gonna go with. I will go with Padres in three, even though Flaherty's been, Flaherty's been very up and down this year. He had a great start in his last start, but he's been very – he hasn't had a great year. Um, he really has Adam in fantasy. He hasn't had a great year. He, he's had a bunch of starts. He's went two or three innings. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they hit him, truthfully. He hasn't been the same guy this year at all. Great start last game, though, 11 or 12 Ks, but I'll, uh, I'll take Padres in three. I think the offense will be too much. And, and Wainwright's good, but nothing special. You think that was strategic to put Flaherty there, hoping that he can he can get the good side of Flaherty in Game Three, a decisive game. I mean, you gotta love Wainwright's. I'm sure Wainwright's postseason experience certainly tipped the the um, level no, there as well. Yeah, Kim's been their best pitcher. Kim has been their best pitcher. As a no, starter. I, I know. I'm just saying, yeah. but Wainwright's pitched in World Series, you know, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm I saying think uh, pitching him too over Flaherty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. Either it's an elimin, obviously, either it's elimination game or a clinching game, and either way, they're going to trust Wainwright in that situation. And then with Flaherty, game three, if it gets there, you know, they got the be- guy with the best stuff on, you know, in the park. Yeah, that day. So you're going to feel great either way. If, you know, game two and game three, you're going to feel really good about your chances, unless you get clobbered in game one, but. Um. Yeah, that could be a good one. That could be a good one too because Cardinals veteran team experience been there. I love the the price on the Cardinals. I think they're like something. What are they? I just saw it. Uh, plus one seventy. <clears throat> Padres are minus two hundred. I think they're being overvalued. To for the series uh, to win the series. I don't. I don't know. It's similar to where I thought it'd be. I guess. Um. I just you know. There's so much talent offensively for the Padres. They only need... I mean, we know about Tatis. They have this kid, Cronesworth. They have Hosmer. Um, you know, they, they, they've they've got a lot of... They got, I mean, they have Profars having a career year. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just... They're, they're the young up-and-coming team, and maybe they're a year away, but... We'll see. And Machado, obviously, has had a fantastic year. Yeah. Bryce Harper, not so much. <laughs> he actually yeah. had a good year, but they, they were not good. <laughs> now, what about uh, Miami and Chicago? So we got the Marlins. Made the playoffs. Gotta love that. Marlins were the, one of the worst teams in the league last year, if not the worst. They come back, and they make the playoffs in the short season. But they've got the tough matchup with the Cubs, another experienced team. A lot of that team has playoff experience. They've got pitching. they got the offense. They've got pretty much everything. But the Marlins have had a pretty good year. I just don't know if this is going to be it. They're so young. So I, I got I kind of got to go the Cubs in a three on this one. Well, the Marlins have never lost a playoff series, right, in franchise history? Yeah, they've yeah. only been in six playoff series. So I, Yeah, well, I, hey, undefeated, undefeated. Got to give it to them. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the Cubs as well. Uh, you know, the Marlins, are, I, I, it was, it was either last year or the year before the Marlins started out real hot, like through 40 games they were in first and then just fell off a fucking cliff. 
some sometime in the last like two or three years. The, it might have been last year, but I thought it was two years ago where they started real hot. And then, you know, th- this season was perfect for teams like that. And we knew that there would be one or two that kind of we didn't expect to be there and you know yeah i mean we didn't we didn't know it'd be to the extent of, of we also know, didn't like think bowl. fucking te- three teams under 500 would make the playoffs or four teams under five whatever two team and the marlins aren't one of them yeah it's the astros yeah. and the brewers right the astros and brewers yeah two teams oh, yeah we're gonna um, get them too <laughs> first of all this is two things am i allowed to root for the marlins as a med fan Sure, why not? Yeah. I mean, the Marlins have been a complete joke. I mean, obviously, the years they went, but 90, my, 99% of the time, the Marlins are a joke. I mean, like, they were, like the Mets destroyed them this year when we played them for the most part, 1, 7 out of 10. Like, I think I'm pulling for the Marlins here. I think I'm pulling for Jeter. Um, and I'm, I'm taking the Marlins in three, actually. Um, I mean, like, honestly, the Marlins, if the... If, if the Orioles were playing, like, the Astros, I'd be rooting my ass off for the Orioles. Well, that's different because the Astros. But if it's like, well, let's say if it was like the Orioles versus like, uh, the I don't know, like the versus like the Twins. Fuck them Twins. Yeah, so you probably go Orioles. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't really care for the Cubs either way. But the Marlins have quietly had phenomenal starting pitching this year. Um, they're gonna Sandy Alcantara, uh, young flamethrower. They have. Um, Sixto Sanchez has really come on uh, along um, and has ace-like stuff. And then Pablo Lopez. These three guys have, have shown to have great stuff um, and have had great years. And I think they – and, you know, I know you Darvish has had a great year for the Cubs. I know Lester's been better of late. Um, Hendricks has even had a good year. So it's going to be a really good pitching matchup. And the Cubs very well could win this in two. But, and Starling Marte has been a huge, huge presence – for the Marlins, um, they got Jose Jose Aguilar Aguilar in a bounce back year. He had a tar- terrible year with the you know with the uh, Brewers last year. Brian Anderson's having a good year. Garrett Cooper, Miguel Rojas. They have a lot of younger un- under the radar guys that are just hitting. Um, Jose Alfaro is a, phen- a phenomenal catcher, um, young catcher. Um, one going to be one of the best catchers in the game in a couple years. Um, they got a lot of young talent on both sides of the ball. And I'm going to go with that talent. They have nothing to lose. We all thought they were going to fall apart. Oh, the Phillies will catch him. Oh, the Mets will catch him. <clears throat> it's never happened. Um, so they they didn't they didn't come into the postseason limping. They they were they were doing well. So I'm going to take them in three in my biggest upset. And that leaves us with finally the Dodgers and the Brewers. And I think we can all agree that this series and the NL in general. Is probably the Dodgers to lose, just like every other year the past half a decade. Yeah, Dodgers uh, too. I mean, yeah, Dodgers are the best best team. They're minus four hundred in game. Yeah, minus four hundred on the game tomorrow. That's crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, why are you even? Doing I mean, it? that offense is that offense is too good. Their pitching's too good. Like. They're going to be tough to beat for anyone to beat them. I could see them. I could see them getting through the first two rounds without losing a game. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, take the Dodgers and the World Series picks now. Uh, I am going to go uh, Dodgers Rays. I think the Rays get there this year. Ooh, who do you have winning? Dodgers. I think the Dodgers get it done this year. I have Dodgers. I have Do- the Padres attempting. 
I have Dodgers, White Sox, Dodgers win in six. Yankees, Dodgers, uh, Yankees, Dodgers, Yankees in six. Oh, Gio Jones. That pick could be looking. That the crazy part about this season is that pick could look terrible in five hours. Yeah, it could. <laughs> that's that's the that's yep. the, you know, that's just the nature of but the that's season. The fucking way she goes. Yeah, but he we picks uh, the we have the uh, we have the NBA finals starting this week as well. Sully, your boys did it. They beat the Celtics very convincingly. I mean, they just they took over that series and they didn't look I back. I thought we were going to lose Game Six when we were down six in the fourth. I'm like, here we go again. Blue I know, five. but you came back and closed it out big. It was, I mean, hats off to the Heat. They they played their asses off. They we deserved won, that. So we won bigly. That's my um for for what what's happening tonight. That that's my that's my two cents. We won very bigly tonight. Uh, the other night, but yeah, it was great. I was pumped. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't, we all said we thought it was going six or seven. Um, the Heat shooters, Tyler Hero, Bam, the young talent we have, I think, is just um, it's been underestimated by a lot of people. I'm not saying you guys, but I mean, Bam is phenomenal on both sides of the ball. Hero has really elevated himself. Paul Pierce, the avoiding Paul Pierce needs to stop talking. Uh, he just keeps putting his foot in his mouth. Dude, old takes exposed could run an entire account. Just Paul Pierce exposed. Did you I'm see the one where he said like, "Are the Heat?" This was it. You know, before we were really good, but it was like, "Are the Heat close?" And then Paul said, "If the Heat are close, everyone is close to a championship." Paul Pierce should not have a broadcasting job or analyst job. Like, like I get they weren't great when he said that, but you look at the pieces at the team as like the team like he just is so biased he hates the heat he hates miami which i think it's so funny that lebron and miami are playing each other because he has no one to root for he truthfully is screwed he yeah said, oh, you, can't, you can't call him a book who doesn't average 20 and tyler here goes yeah i think i just averaged 20 and against celtics so yeah Heroes i just love, him. i love paul pierce but post post uh playing career paul pierce God, I am not a fan of. It's kind of sad at this point. Like it is. It really, was, it really is. I mean, he was filthy. He was so good in the. In he was the, really uh, good. Early I mean, two thousand. Remember when he said he was better than Dwayne Wade? I mean, come on now. Yeah, like, that was dumb. That was dumb. I mean, that was really. I mean, there's not one category. Paul defensively, offensively, um, three pointing, three pointers is the only way he has the uh, passing. It's Wade. Um, defensively, it's it's easily Wade, one of the best guards of all time, blocking shots. Um, championships, it's Wade. It's 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 every way, shape, and form. It's it's Wade. I don't even see the argument for Pierce, who's great in his own right. But I mean, Wade's obviously a top twenty to twenty-five player. I don't know where Pierce ranks, but he's not top twenty, twenty-five. Regardless, seventy. <laughs> probably yeah, probably top sixty or so. Yeah, I mean, regardless, he's had a he had a he had a great career, phenomenal career, Paul Pierce. And it's not even like Charles Barkley and Barkley guarantees, and it's just so funny, and he's wrong, and we're like, you're so funny. Like, Paul Pierce is just making these picks out of spite, and he's like, he's just like, he has this arrogance about himself. Well, yeah, that's what it is. Like, Barkley's all, like, fun-loving about it. Paul Pierce is, like, sitting here, like, he's the end-all, be-all of... Condescending. Yeah. Like, like talk down upon you. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't, you didn't play in the NBA, you don't know. Like, every, every one of his takes revolves around... The basis of like you don't know because you didn't play in the NBA like me. Yeah, and he's been yeah, wrong. Like, I don't know anyone who's been more like, wrong um, than him. 
Remember when he said they, oh, the series was over after they beat the Bucks, game one, and then they got swept after that? Like, so, so bad. Like, he just... Yeah, but, it's frustrating. I had to get that out of the way, because Paul Pierce has really been, I mean, really been just putting his foot in his mouth. What? How do you... I'll let you guys talk first uh, about the series. Um, I think that the Heat do this. I think they do it. I... After seeing them play, I mean, they, on on paper, not the more talented team, and they came out, and they just, they're they're playing so well this whole playoff run. They've got good chemistry. They play hard. Their defense is awesome. They put up points. I mean, Tyler Hero is out here balling. I think they match up really well against the Lakers, too. You've got Bam and Jimmy. They can switch, you know, if if LeBron... uh, gets the screen, Bam can switch to LeBron. Bam can guard AD. Jimmy can guard LeBron. You've got you've got guys who can match up well against yeah. them. They can run with them. They're great on both ends of the floor. I I think the Heat get it done in seven. Um, I'm, I agree with everything you said there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back a point that I brought up last week that proved to be true against the Celtics. The Heat have the heart. The Lakers don't. They're they're uh, they got LeBron yes but outside that Rondo's got heart but outside of that as a team I don't see them galvanized together I don't they're a they're an island of misfit toys that's how that's what LeBron's last since he left Miami that's what LeBron's teams have been with with the exception of I guess 2016 with K Love and Kyrie but the last three or four years they've been an island of misfit toys let's figure out what veterans on cheap contracts and Guys that are kind of outcasts that we can piece together their certain skill sets to try and create a team that's that's effective around LeBron. You know, we got Dion Waiters, uh, KCP, Danny Green, uh, who's the other fucking guy? Kuzma, Howard. yeah, Howard Kuzma. Kuzma. I mean, it's just like I, none, no one else excites me. I'm not worried about it's a single person. Yeah, I'm not worried about anyone. It's not. I'm not even worried about. Last year, I was worried about. You're worried about Danny Green's three point shooting hurting you one night. You know, maybe he goes off and hits six threes in a night. He gets hot. We, the dude can't hit a broadside of a barn in these playoffs. KCP's trying to figure out how to run without the ankle bracelet on. It's they're a whole a whole bunch of mess. I don't. I don't like the the chemistry on the Lakers. I never have this year. Uh, I think they've won because of talent, um, and I just don't see the heart with this team. It if it li- they live and die with LeBron, and we all know LeBron's heart in, in terms of his passion comes and goes at times, especially in the playoffs. Um, so I'm I'm going with the Heat in seven. I like them to I like them to punch the Lakers in the mouth in game one. Um, I think the Lakers go up. 2-2, or 2-1, Heat win the next two, go up 3-2, Lakers win game six, Heat game seven. Interesting. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not surprised that Dave picked against LeBron in the finals where he's severely favored. Yeah, but I hate the Heat, man, as a Knicks fan. It's, this is not, this is like the Eagle. Really I mean, wait, listen. You don't hate anyone on this team, though. I, I, I no, I don't hate the, I don't hate anyone on this team. Uh, but the Patriot Heat, the heat, heat in, in general compared to LeBron doesn't compare them. No, 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 no. But, like, I don't hate the Heat because of LeBron. I hate the Heat because of the four times that they played the Knicks no, in, in I, a I row that, in the 90s. Like, 
I don't really feel like you have hatred for this team. No, I love Jimmy you know. Butler. Jimmy Butler's one of my ten yeah. favorite players in the league. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, I'm actually I'm gonna have to go with with I am going with the Lakers. Um, I'm in between six and seven games. Um, I think a lot of your points are, are are true, Tom. I disagree with some of Dave's points about the heart. I think they've shown heart in this postseason. They've They've been closing games out. I think they have been motivated in this postseason, um, or else they wouldn't have beat the Nugs in five, or they wouldn't have closed these teams out, um, blown these teams out in, in these in these game game fives, and and really, um, what is it with neck in the throat? I, I can't speak right now, but you know, but I, I I do think they're showing heart. I know it's it is an island of misfit toys, but Dwight Howard's playing phenomenal right now. I think we match up very well, but also they match up well with us from the standpoint of, um, I mean, LeBron can quite frankly just shut down anyone he wants. I mean, Jimmy Butler offensively, he's clutch, but at the end of the game, if LeBron's guarding him, I'm taking LeBron in that. Yeah, like, like Butler's repertoire is not that special where like LeBron can't shut him down, or it very well could be LeBron on hero. And they have the size to do that. The Lakers do, and and Hero's not Hero's not doing anything against LeBron. I saw um, in that game, uh, Jalen Brown, Mark Smart did pick his pocket a couple times. They got to him because um, his ball handling is good. It's not exceptional, and I love Tyler Hero, but I think defensively is where the Lakers really can put a mark on their game. And I think offensively we're going to do well. I think we're going to shoot the lights out a game or two, and I think the zone will do very well for the Heat. Because the Lakers don't have the shooters. It's inconsistent at best. Kuzma, Caruso, these guys, they're not completely reliable. Danny Green. So I think that'll be really good. But with the zone, and we're an undersized team, when you play zone, you're susceptible to giving up offensive rebounds. What does what do the Lakers do best? It's by far their offensive rebounding. Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, LeBron James, um... You know, did I say? I don't know. If I said Dwight Howard, Kuzma, and oh, Anthony Davis. Like that team is huge, so I think that'll be our downfall. Unfortunately, is I think we're gonna play zone and it's gonna work, but we're gonna give up second and third shot opportunities. Um, and even if we don't play zone, we're still gonna get hurt on the glass. And that's that's what I think will probably be the difference. I think they'll probably just be too big. You you um, think you're gonna see a lot more of a guy like Myers Leonard in this series? I don't know. I mean, Myers Leonard isn't like an insane rebounder. That's no, but thing. he he can stretch a, the floor good, too. He can he can keep Anthony Davis away from the basket. It could be. It could be because because the thing is, I think Bam does well against AD. I mean, he'll be the best defender he faces in this. Oh, Bam, I agree. Bam, I think you got to have Bam on AD at all times. But offensively, I, 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 Bam's limited. You know, he can't. He, yeah, he, he doesn't yeah, have Bam, any. He's got that Amari Bam, elbow jumper, and outside that, he can't he, go he, much yeah, further. He can, yeah, he can drive, and he's getting some line. Yeah, he doesn't have a three-point shot, but I think. Uh, but Bam on the glass versus AD is definitely a mismatch. That's yeah. where it's the biggest mismatch to me is like him boxing out AD uh, off a zone. That's trouble. I mean, us trying to box LeBron off when we're playing zone. LeBron's gonna be getting putbacks on the on the fly. Just you know, just throwing throwing shit back. Um, it's gonna be rough. It, we're gonna get really hurt on the glass. That's and you know I mean if if the if, if we can foul them a lot and put them on the line and like guys like Howard and LeBron struggle at the line, we'll have a chance. And Rondo, um, 
I, th- I, I don't know, six or seven. I, I think the Lakers, Lakers do it, unfortunately, because of defense and um, just their size. I mean, we saw it against a, a lot of teams where they just, really, really, they just beat people up on the glass. Have you guys Portland. seen that? Uh, there was a, a thing circulating on the internet last week. I don't, you know, I don't know how serious it is, but everything on it has been true so far. It was like a, it was like a supposed. Uh, this was the plan for the NBA, like scripted, scripted. This is how was the playoffs were gonna go, and it had. I, I saw it before the Nuggets came back the second time, and it had like the Nuggets coming back from three one, and it had the Lakers beating the Heat in the finals in six. And this was what? This was it was a thing. It was like circulated on the internet. It could have very well been completely fake and made up. And it probably is, but it was just interesting because it got, I believe I saw it in the second round, and whenever, it was in between the, the Nuggets 2-3-1 comebacks, before they came back against the Clippers, that's what it was. Um, so before that series, they had it, it, it said Nuggets were going to come back from 3-1 and beat the Clippers in 7, and then it, it went on, and it, it basically from that series on, it's been correct from when I saw it. And it's not like... You know, it's not like it said Nuggets in in seven. It said like Nuggets come back three one, and it has the Lakers beating the Heat in the finals in six. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, ninety nine point nine 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 percent completely fake, but I just thought it was interesting that yeah, it, wild. it had you know to that detail um, accuracy. But uh, I wish I could find it. I, I I should have sent it to you guys when I saw it, but. Um, it would be crazy. It would be crazy if it actually happened in six that way. That that would be pretty crazy. Because that would mean uh, from the from the second or third round on, it it was perfect. Yeah, that's insane. But um, yeah. So that's that's the NBA Finals. I mean, by next week we'll be in the middle of that series. So we'll see how we're looking uh, when it comes to that time. But let's talk some NFL, and we gotta start with the funniest thing being a Patriots fan, just knowing that you ruined an entire NFL franchise in the Atlanta Falcons when you came back in that Super Bowl, and they just have literally not been the same team since that game. I mean, this is two weeks in a row that they blow a fourth-quarter lead. I, I had the Falcons minus four. I had that bet. One, I was ready to cash the ticket, and then Big Dick Nick Foles comes in and leads a fourth quarter comeback and just embarrasses Atlanta. I mean, this is this is unthinkable that this happens two weeks in a row. It's really bad. It was ninety nine point one percent and ninety nine point nine percent. They had their chances of winning. So, woof. I mean, Atlanta. I mean, I think we all think and know their jokes. But they obviously they're they're the weird team because like last year when they started two and seven I think they're so talented they're like one of the most talented terrible teams you'll ever see yeah like, they, that's a, that's the thing they always have talent I mean it's 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 very peculiar but you all your record is they're zero and three and they're not good I mean we also do have a couple other teams that are supposed to be good that are zero and three at this point too. We got the Vikings and the E. Well, I guess the Eagles aren't zero and three. They're a tie is a loss. 
Ties a loss. Yeah. Fucking losers. But, I mean, winless. We have two. The Vikings and the yeah. Eagles should have a win at this point, and they don't. And I mean, the um, both of them lost in pretty dramatic fashion. I mean, the Eagles in overtime, and then uh, Gostowski coming back and kicking his fifth field goal of the day for the Titans, winning thirty-one thirty against the Vikings. That I mean, weird week of games. Really weird week of games. Definitely. All right, who's going first okay. this week? Yeah. Um, oh, and one more thing. Fuck Andy Reid for not kicking that field goal last <laughs> night. That's stupid. Fuck him. Did you, I did you see my friend's Venmo? My friend has the funniest Venmo ever. He said he he, he texted me last night, and then I well, he like paid his friend who like put the bat in for him. He said fifty four fucking points. Are you kidding? The Ravens suck. This is in a Venmo. The Ravens suck. The Chiefs suck. Everybody sucks. Suck my dick. Maybe I won't take the over again. <laughs> like that wasn't a text. That was like a vent. Like imagine you're scrolling through Venmo and you see that. Normally you just see an emoji, like a football emoji. Like he wrote all that out in a Venmo. Like you never see that. It was so funny. Um, but I'll, I'll first this week. I'll, I've got my picks ready to go. Um, so I'm gonna kick things off. I am taking the Saints minus four and a half against the Lions. The Lions have been pretty good. But the Saints need to go out there. They need to have a statement win. They need to remind everyone who they are before they get pushed to the bottom here. Uh, I think they win this by a touchdown. Hopefully Michael Thomas is back and can get this offense going the way it should be again. Um, So I'm taking them minus four and a half. I'm also taking the Seahawks against the Dolphins minus seven. I mean, back-to-back weeks with Russell Wilson having five touchdowns. He's having an MVP year, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. I think they make easy work of the Dolphins. Um, And then the Ravens, biggest spread of the week, um, minus 13. I'm taking them. They just got embarrassed on Monday night by the Chiefs, and Andy Reid just outplayed, didn't even break 100 yards from scrimmage. Uh, I think they go out there and they probably win this game by 30. I think they're out for blood and they are going to make Washington look real, real bad. Um, so Ravens minus 13. And then, as we just talked about, no one's needed a win as bad as the Eagles need a win right now. They're seven-point underdogs. I think they cover that. Um, they might not win, but I think they cover seven points. And then I'm taking the Patriots and Chiefs. Over 54. I'm going to put my faith in Patrick Mahomes again. Cam Newton's looked good. The Pats have been putting up points. The Chiefs have been putting up points. I, I think this will be a good game. Um, a little back and forth. I think the Patriots are going to surprise some people and hang with the Chiefs. And I think the, they'll break 60 in this one. I like it. All right. I'll go next. Uh, I am off Minshew Mania, and I'm on the Joe Burrow train this week. I love the Bengals to get their first win, um, and I'm going. What they bash sixty times last week or something like that. Jags pass defense not that great. What I think is going to be the key to the game. The Jags are the worst team against running backs in the pass. I expect Joe Mixon to be heavily used in the passing game and to eat and have a big fantasy week. And they ride to a win on the back of Joe Mixon. Uh, Ravens, huge number minus thirteen. Playing against a shitty ass team, they might Lamar might be on the run a lot, but they need a bounce back win more than anyone. What better to do it against than one of the worst teams in the league? I know they're on the road, but 
two touchdowns, I'm fine with that. Give me the Ravens minus 13. Uh, similarly, the Cardinals going up against uh, the uh, Panthers, minus four. Uh, even though they're on the road, I like that. I think Pan- the Panthers are going to struggle to contain Kyler Murray. You could see a lot of rushing yards out of Murray. Um, and, you know, the way he's been targeting Hopkins, uh, the two rookie corners for the Panthers, I just don't see them keeping up. Uh, I think Kyler Murray has a huge day, and Cardinals roll to an easy win there. Uh, and then another team who needs it a lot. We talked about them, Atlanta Falcons. Um, I don't, I don't know if they'll win it, but I think they're going to make it interesting. You give him Matty Ice more than a touchdown. Falcons plus seven and a half. Um, I'll take that at Lambeau. I think it's going to be a big shootout, which leads me into the second straight week of going over in the Packers game. Packers Falcons over the huge ass number fifty eight in Lambeau. It's still not quite freezing up there yet. Um, I know Matty Ice isn't as good as outside as he is in the Dome, but who isn't um, or who is? So uh, I'll take the Packers over Packers-Falcons over 58, nice 37-31 game. Nice. I can't believe you bet against the Packers. I don't think this has ever happened. I, I was going to go Packers, and then I was like, oh, seven and a half, the hook is the yeah, hook. Yeah, seven and a half is a lot. If it was seven, I would be more comfortable taking the Packers, but... Um, just oh, chalk me. I'm gonna start it off with um, taking the Broncos minus three and a half. Um, that line like, moves, Sully. That line's one and a half now. Yeah, one and a half for who? It's uh Broncos. One, Broncos minus one and a half. I'll take Broncos minus one and a half. Then I really um, there's rumors of Gates getting fired, and I don't think I don't I don't see this team. Uh, I don't see the fight in the Jets. I don't see them. I don't see them fighting for their coach. They say the right things. I just don't see it. We're hurt. Crowder's probably still out. Fireman's probably still out. Um, Chris Herndon has been one of the biggest, um, you know, disappointments in in the league. Uh, I'm just fading the Jets at this point. It actually like just it. moved. It just moved to a pick'em. As we're speaking, the odds just okay. updated. It's now a pick'em. All right, I'll take the pick'em then. I'll take the Broncos. <laughs> Eagles plus seven for everything Tom said. Totally agree. Niners have played trash teams. Um, this very banged up. McKinnon's banged up. We don't know if Mostert's going to play. Coleman's out. Kittle, we don't know if he's going to play. Give me a hungry Eagles team and a touchdown. I like that. Um, Bills minus three. I went against them last week. They should have lost. I got fucked. It was a bullshit call. Um, but I'll take the Bills minus three. They're the far better team. Um, and they're playing playing phenomenal. Josh Allen, MVP candidate. Um, that's three. Uh, again, another similarity with you, Tom. Over 54 for the Chiefs game. I'm taking over. I got burned on the under last week. I'm going to the dark side. Over 54 at the Chiefs and Patriots. Um, and then... What was that? That was three, right? Yeah. Yeah, you need one more. What? Yeah, you need one more spread. Two, uh, two more now because I was three. No, That's you have a... Broncos, Eagles, Bills, and then Pats. Oh, you're goal. right. You're right. So um, I'll take the Bears plus two and a half. I think that I think Allen Robinson had his you know a career uh, not a career day but a phenomenal day would have been a career day if they didn't call that tied ball that should have been a touchdown. Apparently ties go to the defender now this year happened twice in games normally they go to the receiver 
happened twice in two different games where the tie went to the defender and an interception ball where you're both grabbing it. I don't know when that was a rule change. I never got the memo there. But this team loves playing under – any team loves playing under Nick Foles when he's the superior quarterback. He was the superior quarterback to Carson Wentz. We know how that's starting out. Uh, they played with a certain fire under him. Obviously, him compared to Mitch, everyone's fired up. They're 3-0. and They got their guy. That's the thing. If you're the Bears, you'd think you're in the shitter if you're moving to Nick Foles. You're 3-0, and and you have the right quarterback starting now. The Bears are in one of the best positions in the NFL right now, believe it or not, because they're not in a deficit. They're they're 3-0, and and they lost Mitch. That's near impossible. You'd think you'd have to blow so many games to, get, to put Mitch in there. But they're sitting pretty. They're at home. Cohen's out, whatever. Give me Montgomery. Give me Patterson. Give me Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller to have huge days. Um, the Colts were out doing a victory lap against the Jets. That's not reality. Give me the Bears. I really like that one, actually. All I like right. it more if it was three, but. There we go. Those are the picks for week four. Um, just quick, our updated standings. Tough week for me. Went one and four. I'm now six and nine. Dave with another winning week at three and two moves to ten four and one, and Sully went two and three and is now seven and eight. So uh, still close, still early, but Dave is in a comfortable lead right now. Um, but that is going to do it for this week's episode. In the meantime, go follow us on the socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter, and at Bleacher Bets. Go to BleacherFan.com. Check out the store. Check out all the merch we got in there, and uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you next week.